Welcome in to 20th and Blake here on the Mile High Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Drew Creaseman. As always, I'm excited to be talking Colorado Rockies baseball with you here on the show, though uh, this is going to be a little bit of Colorado Rockies baseball. It's mostly going to be looking forward in the NL West. So, of course, the Rockies are a part of that conversation, but I wanted to dive into this because... As I mentioned yesterday, there's an interesting amount of focus on this, you know, post-deadline. And this seems to be one of those conversations that even for the last couple of years continues to go on with the National League West. And I wanted to weigh in on it a little bit. Now, the Dodgers (laughs) are the Dodgers and they will remain the Dodgers for the rest of our godforsaken lives. Uh, Look. Those guys aren't going anywhere, right? There is uh, no way of getting around that the Dodgers are the class of the National League, the way that the Yankees are the class of the American League. And while that doesn't mean that they win the American League every single year, it does mean that more often than not, they're a good bet to have the best record in that league. And I said this on... I think yesterday's show or the show before, whichever, that same with the Dodgers, right? If you were to bet Dodgers versus the field, actually the Dodgers might be the better bet. But what does that mean in modern baseball? I wanted to talk about this because for a couple of years running, and now, of course, after this recent trade deadline, I've heard a lot of how in the world do the Rockies think that they compete? They can compete in this division specifically. And I believe that to some extent, that is old world thinking. Now, the divisions still matter to some extent. As, as it stands today, of course, they still matter quite a bit because as you all know and have experienced and and depending on if you're listening to this in real time, you're experiencing right now with this series with the Padres, even if the Rockies pull this last one out as I'm talking, they're up pretty big, but still with the Dodgers entrenched as they are and with the Padres having been going for it for several years now and having just landed the big fish in the sea, and they really did. Make no mistake. Juan Soto is a singular talent who is among the most valuable players in all of baseball. He's not Shohei Otani, but as far as people who only play one side of the diamond, right, guys who who have a position but don't pitch, because that's ridiculous, only... Only Otani does that. Outside of that category of one, Juan Soto is probably the most valuable player in baseball. Apologies to Mike Kraut. And the San Diego Padres added him. And so, is the National League West decided for the next 10 years? One, 
No. Two, might not matter. So here are a couple of things to keep in mind. Because again, I I call it old world thinking for a couple of reasons. One, the postseason keeps expanding, doesn't it? There was one wild card and then there were two wild cards. And now we've got an expanded postseason. And I don't think we're necessarily done with that. But even if we are, these extra spots mean that you don't need to win your division. You don't need to come in second in your division. You can come in third. Heck, you can maybe even come in fourth in your division, depending on the quality of it, and still win the division. Or not win the division. I mean, ultimately win the the World Series. You can get into the dance, right? Now, this is the interesting part of this element of the conversation. Because I've heard a lot of people say, well, why even do that? Like, why aim for an 84-win season just so you can scrape your way into the postseason? Don't you want to win your division? Which, like, sure, Yeah, everybody wants to win the division. Everybody wants to win the championship series. Everybody wants to win the World Series, right? doesn't always go down that way. But if you get in the dance, you give yourself a chance, as it were. And this old school mentality of you should win your division. Like, look, division winners win the World Series roughly half the time. The other half the time, it's these... Guys that sneak into the postseason are the wild card team, just like it was with Atlanta a year ago. The team that got into the postseason with the least number of wins. And so, yes, it is a valid and worthy endeavor to try to get into the postseason with 84 or 85 wins. Right? Nothing wrong with that. If the Dodgers are going to continue to win 100-plus games a year and the Padres are going to continue to win 90-plus games a year, it actually is still worth your time and energy to shoot for 84 or 85 wins because you can still get into the postseason and all kinds of things can happen in a short series of depending on what it is, three or five or seven games in the postseason. And so, first of all, the more the postseason expands, and even if it, like I said, even if it doesn't expand anymore, but even to what it is, the divisions matter less and less. And and we're all so used to them mattering so much. It's an old school baseball mentality to say, well, you're so far. You're I've, I've heard this a lot, right? They're X number of games out of first place. Now, this isn't about this year. <laughs> look, look, <laughs> look, <laughs> he said for a third time, they're not going anywhere this year. I know that, you know that we we've been up front with that all year. I think there's a chance if they play really well to get themselves back to 500, which I guess would be cool or interesting. If not, they go the other way, they get a better draft pick. The rest of this season is about the young guys playing. How does Montero play? How does Ryan Feltner play? So on and so forth. But moving forward, should the Rockies be clamoring for 83 or 84 wins? Yes. Yes, they should. 
because the fact that there may be two or three teams better than them in the NL West doesn't mean what it did 10 years ago, which is that you would win 83 games, but it would not matter because you can't, you can't make the postseason in that old system where it's just the division winners and one wild card, right? Didn't matter. But now it might couple other things that I think everyone needs to consider about baseball moving forward, because that's what we're doing now is we're, we're projecting several years forward. When we talk about the Daniel Bard contract, when we talk about the Rockies projecting forward, why won't the Rockies tear down, rebuild this, that, the other, right? Now we're projecting several years into the future. And when people say, well, you shouldn't be trying to compete because the NL West is just absolute brutal division right now there are a few other things that need to be kept in consideration another one is the likelihood i don't want to say certainty but from what i've been hearing around the game a very very high likelihood that within the next five years there's going to continue to be more uh balancing of the schedules which we've seen already aiming for balanced schedules which they should right like quality of opposition should not be a thing in major league baseball the way it is in like college football or whatever right we play enough games at the big league level that we should be able to balance out those schedules and that's something that they've been looking forward to doing with air travel and all of that like i get it in the days of the trains right when they had to take the trains back and forth okay play more games in your own area but we've got airplanes now balance it out you shouldn't end up with a lost season just because you had an inordinate number of games against the Dodgers, Giants, and Padres. Right? That's not fair. And we all sort of understand inherently that that's not fair. I've seen a lot of people pointing out in the last couple of days as the Dodgers and Padres continue to add, like, boy, doesn't it suck to be in the NL West? And yeah, it does. And people who have been in the AL East and not been Yankees or Red Sox fans have also understood this, right? There have been several years there where the Orioles had some pretty good teams. And, you know, there was sort of the famous postseason where they didn't go to Zach Britton. They went to yours truly, not me specifically, your your own. <laughs> I did not pitch in that series. Actually, it was Ubaldo Jimenez, Colorado Rocky former, who pitched in that series. And... The Orioles weren't able to break their curse, right? And so we have these situations where pretty good teams are stuck in divisions with extraordinarily good teams. And I guess you could make the argument that in the long run, they would lose out to those teams anyway, though we know that's not necessarily how the... Major League Baseball postseason works out, right? Otherwise, the Dodgers would be like seven-time running world champions, or it would be the Dodgers and the Yankees in the World Series every year, but we know it's not, right? And so that means that it is worth it to try to be one of these other teams that, quote, sneaks in. But the other thing about this conversation in the NL West is this. There will almost certainly be 
a realignment and or expansion of Major League Baseball in the next five years. This is not something that's getting a a ton of conversation right now. Obviously, baseball is really getting back into its season and post lockout and everything going on there and, and, you know, building up the in the moment trade deadlines, this, that, the other, right? But there is a movement, a strong, powerful movement for both expansion and realignment, both of which make sense from a numbers standpoint and from a competitive balance standpoint, from an ideological standpoint, from a CBA standpoint, right? You can add more revenue. You can add more jobs. You can make players happy. You can make owners happy. This is one of those few win-win-win situations if you take baseball from 30 teams to 32 teams. And if slash when this happens, and it's been talked about for quite some time now, there's just real momentum behind it now. And everybody that I've talked to in and around the game believes that this is something that's going to happen in the next five or six years. I don't believe there's any way that this happens and the Colorado Rockies remain in the NL West. It does not make sense. Those of you that have listened to me forever have heard me do this rant before. If you have, I apologize for repeating. If you have not, buckle up for just one second. The Colorado Rockies do not belong in the National League West. They never have. It makes no sense that they should travel to California for most of their road games. Playing the Dodgers and the Padres and the Giants on the road is absurd for this team. The amount of travel, the amount of time zones, all of this stuff ridiculous. The Rockies should play in a division that not only would be more financially fair, but would mean less ridiculous travel, would mean a fairer schedule and a fairer competitive balance for the big markets versus the small markets. If the Rockies played in a division that included the Arizona Diamondbacks still probably, right? That makes sense. They're not too far from each other. That's the same region. They have a lot of the same problems even. That makes sense. Probably a couple of the Texas teams. The Astros, who are a juggernaut in and of themselves right now. The Rangers, who have had their own issues. And probably the Kansas City Royals. That's where your travel in the division means that you're never going more than one time zone. That you're playing against teams that have a similar kind of market to your own. And that creates a certain competitive balance, right? And that's the kind of division that I think the Rockies will exist in in four or five years. So to say, well, gosh, pack it all in. Why even try to compete when the Dodgers and the Padres and presumably still the Giants, just because they're always kind of around, aren't they, are going to be doing their thing? Well, like I said, there are a number of reasons why. One, the divisions are less and less important anyway. As it stands, you can still make the postseason being third or fourth in your own division. And that might expand even more. But beyond that, 
I don't think the Rockies are long for the NL West, quite frankly. Whether you're adding a team in Portland or Salt Lake City or Mexico or Louisiana and New Orleans, like there are a number of places where you can add a team where it would make sense to no longer have the Rockies going to California all the damn time. The polar opposite environment from where they play and the polar opposite market from what they have. And instead, having a fair travel situation where the Rockies are more regularly competing against teams that have similar type budgets. No, that doesn't automatically solve all their problems. They've still got lots and lots of issues that they would need to solve, right? Lots of things that I would be on here on a daily basis arguing that they do differently. But it is nonetheless the case that the Rockies have never played in a division that makes sense. Those California teams should all be playing against each other and maybe against Seattle. Again, I could realign the league right now without even adding two teams. But if you add a couple of teams, it gives you an excuse to realign the divisions. And all of a sudden, this entire conversation about how the Rockies shouldn't even try to compete because look at what the Dodgers and the Padres are doing, which one... Again, can we, like, look, (laughs) can we wait for the Padres to do something? I agree. If my top five teams, and I'm not going to rank them right now, but the Padres are in there, right? The Dodgers are still above them. But if I were betting on teams to win the World Series, and again, I am not a betting person, but if I were, the Dodgers and the Yankees would be at the top. Maybe Atlanta's in there. You know, I might get sentimental and want to pick like Toronto or Seattle or somebody. But San Diego was in there, right? They're they're in the top five. But would I actually put money on San Diego to win the World Series if I needed that money? In a long shot, sure. If I could, if I had the money to spend, <laughs> that's a different thing. If, if they're a long shot, and if you had to put it in earlier, rock and roll. But the Padres are one of the very few teams in the history of Major League Baseball who have a worse track record than the Colorado Rockies pretty much across the board. Whether you're looking at win-loss record, you know, number of trades you could say they won, big-time free agents, whatever measurement you're using, the Padres have been worse than the Rockies. And I am stuck now between almost wanting this to succeed for them. And again, I love Juan Soto. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, you gotta love Juan Soto. He does all the things right. Hard not to root for a guy like him. But the Padres being our only real hope for a team outside of the institutionalized powers who could do this sure is unsettling. 
To put it another way, imagine all the names were the same, but it was the Rockies. Right? Manny Machado is a hell of a ball player. Attitude issues here and there, but he's a hell of a ball player. Fernando Tatis Jr., when healthy, hell of a ball player. I just went on and on about Juan Soto being maybe the best in the game outside of Otani. And that's just because Juan Soto doesn't pitch. They got plenty more. I think the pitching staff is overrated, but now is not the time to make that point about the Padres. The point is this. They could pull this off. And that would be interesting. Maybe that would be the incentive. Maybe that would be the spark for the rest of the teams in baseball to go for it. But look at all of the things that the Padres have had to do. Eight, nine, ten transactions. Clevenger and Darvish and Snell and Grisham and then Grisham four. And you know what I mean? And then they get Soto. And it's just so much all the time. And if it works, if it finally pays off, that's a that's amazing in a way. But if it doesn't, I don't know, man. And if in two years they lose Soto to free agency and it's just they're the A's and the Rays again and we're just watching the Dodgers and the Yankees in the World Series, baseball's in trouble. So weird part of my baseball heart is actually rooting for the Padres. As fun as it's been, as amazing as it is, and as much as I will never tire of seeing the Rockies mess up the Padres thing, and as much as I kind of want to see the media take one a little bit for this, like I saw some headlines out there declaring the Padres, you know, trade deadline champions. Like, what the hell is a trade deadline champion? They've been the off-season champions several times. Like, part of me still wants the Padres to eat it for that because just doing the right thing at trade deadlines and in the off-seasons and the eyes of the media doesn't always lead to wins. But damn it, if I don't want someone to shake things up, if it has to be them, so be it. I'll, I'll cheer for Juan Soto even though he's already got one. But still, the young man is an incredible baseball player. And fair enough. But the league has got to figure this out. This is an untenable situation. One of the things may be, though, the peace of mind I was trying to give you earlier, that this whole consternation about why should the Rockies even try when they're in the NL West... Hopefully, the, the the league continues to move more and more toward a time when that doesn't matter so much. Because it shouldn't. If you're one of the... If we decide eight teams from each league make the postseason, then the eight best teams should make the postseason, regardless of their division. We're moving toward that kind of parity. Baseball needs even more of it. And as I've said, the best possible case scenario is for realignment to come and for the Rockies to get out of this hell division altogether, which I think is actually 
kind of likely. Either way, if I may go into the realm of fantasy fiction, as you all know, I'd like to end my Rockies thoughts here and give you a little personal Drew stuff at the end here is, uh, you know, from, from Game of Thrones, a little Tyrion Lannister, because the future holds so many possibilities. When you cut off and say, no, I'm done, that's it, then that's it. When you lose on purpose, when you decide it's over, it's over. But if you leave open the possibility of being good, then the possibility of being good remains. And it's going to be really interesting to see what the Rockies do with that. So... Stick here with me on the Mile High Sports Podcast Network. A little bit of a personal note, as a lot of you know out there, I am getting married in a couple of days. Very, very excited about that. I appreciate everyone who's reached out and sent uh, fond wishes and all of that. Uh, So I'm going to be doing the podcast next week still, but it won't be till the end of the week. You know, we're going to do a couple of days up in the mountains and all of that stuff. But uh, the next time that you will hear my voice here on the podcast network, I will be Mr. Drew Rice Creaseman. And I am very excited about that and and, and very excited about this new adventure. And so uh, to my fiance, soon to be wife, Caitlin, I love her very, very much. To all of you out there, thank you so much for listening in always and hanging out with us here on the podcast. Uh, I'll see you in about a week or so and we'll do more Rockies coverage down the stretch and into the final bit of the season. And then we'll talk some postseason baseball. But thank you all for continuing to be absolutely awesome out there. I will continue to be, and I'm going to get used to saying it now, Drew Rice Creaseman in here. And until next time, I will see you at the ballpark.